Hello and welcome to the Drink In and Geek Out podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about Hello it. Hello and welcome back to episode 20 forever. Oh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know, 26? 27? 27. Episode 27. Or 28. You're oh, 28! <laughs> Your note said 27. Nice. I think Birdway is actually 28. Oh, I don't know. 7. Hello and welcome <laughs> to episode number 20... Something. Something. 28. I'll say 28. And if it isn't 28, we'll make a bullshit episode to fill the spot. So it's 28. <laughs> Today we actually follow the lovely Marvel May uh, theme. Yep. And we're talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 1, Volume 2, and maybe a little bit about Volume 3. Spoilers. Spoilers. Warning. Yeah, we're, right we are going to have spoilers. We gave you four weeks to watch the movie. Right. Uh, we talked about it. And if if we're spoiling volume one for you, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just too little, too late. <laughs> you don't you, care anyways. You probably were fucking yourself instead of watching <laughs> volume one anyways. So enjoy your time. All right. So, volume one. All right. It ended up number one on our list, right? Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. And Keith, you rewatched it? I did rewatch it. I'm curious what you think. Because you had it kind of low. Initially, I did. Did you like it more the second time? Uh, <laughs> I got more of the story. It made a lot more sense. I'd bump it up a little, but um, definitely volume two is way better. Volume but we'll get to that. I have my. Yeah, it's about volume two, but volume one I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character development, the uh, the introduction of all the people to start the Guardians. Yeah. Um, just fantastic. The tearjerker in the beginning of the movie oh, mm-hmm. uh, with the Quill family. Mm-hmm. And then basically gets gets ruined in the volume two, but oh well. But <laughs> volume one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, so you, you, you find he's running away from his mom and a spaceship picks him up and then boom, goes to the lovely Marvel cinematic uh, the credit scene, opening credit scene. So, right away you're thinking, you know, if you don't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy, you're thinking, oh, this Peter guy must be very important. Mm -hmm. You know, he's abducted at a very, very young age. So we'll see where it goes. And then immediately he's He's an old-ass man. (laughs) Kind of a dick. Yeah, kind of a dick. He's he's grabbing the rats and singing (laughs) into them. Kicking them. Listening to 70s music, uh, which is awesome. Um, And bouncing around is just really, you know... Interesting. Like he he's a ravager at this point, so he's yeah. he's a thief you know, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he had a contract that he stole from his ravager friends to find this orb uh, for the, the collector, basically. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the collector was going through a handler in Nova Core City. So you start off with that scene, and you know immediately you run into the situation of how did those people for Thanos know where this was. Mm-hmm. Um, and that epic little fight scene or the try to get away scene. It's it's funny. It's, yeah, it's basically, like that yep. it is quintessential, you know, Peter Quill. Smartass and then full badassery. With all his technology and his rocket boots and oh, yeah. whatever thing he throws to suck all those guys into. Right. And then you end up with the one chick that he can't remember her name. <laughs> I forgot you were still here. <laughs> so it's all like the personalities of Peter Quill all in yeah, the first great ten intro minutes. Mm-hmm. Kind of tell you who this guy is. Right. Without so. actually saying dialogue of like, this is this character, you just see who he is. Yeah, spirit animal right there. <laughs> I thought everybody was so, like, unique. The characters mm. all had their, like, unique, like, quirkiness, and it was just so funny, and they were heroic at the same yeah. time, and um, it was just a lot of, it was a fun movie, for sure. Right. Uh, again, I keep talking about people who, if you haven't seen it before, um, you know, you don't, you wouldn't, or if you didn't actually know any of the backstories, you would think that Gamora was going to be... A problem, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, right. In the beginning, a villain, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's an interesting little spar that they had, plus the introduction of Rocket and, Rocket and Groot. So like, boom, right there, you have most of most everybody except for Drax, and you have to wonder where you're gonna find Drax. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I mean, yeah, the introduction of those characters, finally having a movie with Thanos in it, 
Right. Other than it's not just like a, a ten seconds at the end yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Post credit scene. Uh, Nebula was a great character as well. Ronan, kind of an ass, but he's still a great yeah, character. Yeah, he wasn't the mm-hmm. most well-developed villain, but none of the Marvel villains really have right. the chance to do that because they're introdu- introducing ten characters already in this movie, or five, or right. whatever. Oh. Right. I, you know, I think that it is one of the more developed I think it villains, is. though, because I liked him more than I liked Ultron, and Ultron yeah. had like a very good backstory. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like Winter Soldier and then yeah. Ronan, basically, because yeah. they have like, the most uh, intro... Or story in the movies. Mm-hmm. You see the the scene where he wakes up from his little nap, uh, and then they like put that goo on him. Yeah, put the goo on him, powder <laughs> him up, face paint him. I think you get to see buttocks. I don't remember. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. They're all fit. It doesn't matter if we see buttocks as Marvel <laughs> characters. It's like you're gonna be seen. You're gonna be seen on the screen. Either your chest. Or your buttocks. So you need to work out. <laughs> I guess uh, James Gunn was kind of disappointed that Chris Pratt worked out as much as he did because he was supposed to be more like a schlubby hero instead oh. of like a huge grip dude. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why he got cast. Yeah, exactly. Andy Dwyer! Yes! Yeah. And then he gets so super buff and he's like, come on, man. You're supposed to be like a normal guy. Chris Pratt thought would have been perfect like short yeah. chubby and... Yeah. Yeah, just like whatever uh, Rudy, is, uh, Yondu. Right. Yeah, he's just your normal guy. He didn't do the Marvel <laughs> workout to get buff for it. No. And I love his character. Mm-hmm. That whist- that whistling arrow, though. Yeah, that's, right, that's cool awesome. Trick he has. But then we meet Drax in the prison. Yeah. And then that prison break scene is probably one of my favorite scenes in the mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> right. That's great. I, I need this, I need <laughs> that, and I need the battery. But make sure we grab the, the battery last. <laughs> <laughs> and Groot was, while they're explaining why he needs to grab it last, like, Groot grabs the battery. <laughs> there you go. Dude, dumb smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> so they, yeah, Gawara grabs the, uh, the dude's arm The dude's thing. arm thing that's biometrically sealed into his arm. <laughs> And he transfers what fifty thousand credits <laughs> for a dumb leg. That's for a not dumb, even yeah. <laughs> what was the look on his face when he took it? <laughs> I don't need like, like, wait, 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 the wait, 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 of the race that uh, the Drax is, I don't know. I don't remember what. I can't remember either. Actually, the specific name of the race, but uh, they say it in the movie. Yeah. They, they don't, you know, they, they don't, don't get sarcasm or, or they take everything or like that. Literal, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's a pretty cool one. Then uh, that's part of my gripe for the next movie. But when we get the Guardians <laughs> too, we'll discuss it. Then there's another tearjerker at the end when they blow up Groot, basically. Yeah. yeah. When rockets crying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nebula cuts her hand off to get away. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, like half of the Nova flyers pass away. The whole core, basically. Yeah, yeah. the entire fleet, fleet dies. Uh, but John C. Riley's kids were saved, so yeah. it's a go happy, lucky movie. Uh, it was suggested that Adam Warlock was in a cage in the collector's room. Mm. But apparently that, not. But apparently not. The second movie. Yeah, it's kind of been a moot point. There's a lot of Easter eggs in that. Yeah, there's a lot. Collector's room. Uh, we found out that the orb is an Infinity Stone. It's the Power Stone. Um, Benicio, what, Benicio del Toro, mm-hmm. fantastic character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that his <laughs> second appearance? Was he in Thor before this or after this? He was in a cutscene. He's like a post-credit scene in the first Thor? Yeah. Uh, no, I think the second Thor. Second, second, yeah, he was a post-credit scene. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because yeah, the they give him the other Infinity Stone. Yeah. yeah. And he's like... <laughs> 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 For you viewers out there, I was intimidated at the collector's excitement. <laughs> that rocket kind of mocks him for... Yeah. But yeah, there's uh, a bunch of broken-down ragtag group of people that come together at the end to save the day. It's a great movie. It's fantastic. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, feel free to check it out. The final, uh, like, third scene was pretty epic. Um, 
God, I haven't seen the movie in like a couple of years. <laughs> like the whole battle. The whole like, battle, yeah. Battle, and then the ships coming down and the other ships shooting up. And yeah. The, the Ravagers like actually being heroes. And they're all like grabbing on the Infinity Stone. Yeah, and there's like the dance off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dance off, dance off. Yeah. Did you know that that dance that he does when he challenges Ronan to uh, dance off was actually his audition dance oh, that he did it? in like wow. the '90s for like one of it, you know, trying to get become an actor. Mm-hmm. He actually <laughs> did that dance. Wow, <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah. There was like a then, like you know, I'm not really much of like a where are they now, but it was kind of like a here's you know like a younger mm-hmm. version, yeah. and now you know they're in the Guardian. <laughs> Show a lot of Chris Pratt as Andy Dwyer and, you know, his, like, beginning and everything. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty cool. And then Zoe's uh, Zaldana. I didn't realize she was in Pirates. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that that was the same hmm. actress. Wow. She's in a lot of... She's in Star Trek. Avatar. Yeah. She's, like... She always plays, like, kind of weird, like, alien creatures, and she kind of hmm. hides huh. in movies a lot. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. So, it's fantastic. I saw that. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Oh, and then also on that same video I saw on YouTube, they have the uh, voiceover, like, where they have uh, Bradley Cooper reading into the microphones <laughs> as Rocket, and, like, like I can't visualize Bradley Cooper sounding like Rocket. I know, he doesn't really, like, he I wouldn't just, have picked yeah. out his voice if um, I didn't know it was him. Vin Diesel, yes, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But, but not Rocket. And so then I watched that video, and I'm like, oh my gosh. It, I was like, <laughs> that totally makes sense. So I, I suggest you watch that. Okay. That's great. I'll find it. I'll share it on our channel. I think uh, another thing from behind the scenes, uh, Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother, he's yeah. one of the Ravagers. Yeah, Cragland. He also does all the like green screen for Rocket and Groot. So he's like mm-hmm. on his knees walking around his rocket, and he's like on stilts as Groot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like their stand-in, so they have the proper eye line. Ah. Oh. Awesome. How about the music of the movie? Like, oh, the it's soundtrack. one of the greatest soundtracks. It's the greatest, yes. yeah. <laughs> so and it's it's awesome good. because I used to have like I had all of those songs yeah. on my iTunes without that, and now I have them all together grouped up as <laughs> volume mix number one. Mm-hmm. And I think just the way they use the music is perfect. Like, fits the scenes perfectly every mm-hmm. time. It does, yeah. It does, yeah. It even fits the scenes better in volume two. Yeah. He does a great job with picking music. Yeah, he does. I love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm curious what they're gonna do in Volume Three now that he has a Zune, so it's not gonna be like s- '70s and '80s music. It could be like any decade, basically. I know it'd be like it'll be the '90s. <laughs> yes, yeah. even better. Pretty yeah. <laughs> Spears and Aguilera and Insync. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Gross. So, uh, side note: though, Microsoft wasn't too happy that because they, they used the Zune as like a joke. <laughs> yeah, as a joke. Yeah, they weren't too happy about that. Hilarious. Well, the Zoom is a joke. What do you expect? What is it hurting their sales of the Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a production. Technology that doesn't exist anymore. It's like dead technology. I'm so sorry, Zoom. <laughs> too expensive to use an iPod. Right. <laughs> They'd have to pay royalties for that. Yeah. Uh, anyways, while we're talking about that, might as well just bump right yeah, into Guardians 2. Transition right into it. Yeah. Um, so we find out at the end that uh, the Nova says, we scanned your body and we found out that you're not right. all the way human, you know? Like, you're part something else. And that explains why he was able to hold the Infinity Stone. Yeah. So there's no explanation should be able to hold it, but yeah, it's only right. half. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have some, like, cloud hanging over everybody, thinking and wondering who yeah, what is, is his father. Mean? And the answer is solved in Guardians 2. But first, the movie starts off with this epic battle. <laughs> with this yes. monster. Well, there's for, before that. There's like the flashback. Oh to, yeah, like, young Kurt Russell. Yeah, young yeah, very rapey with the yeah. earth. Yes, but I think the CGI like was perfect for. That was fantastic. Face, how yeah. he looked him. exactly how he used to look yeah. when he was younger. Yeah, I was like, was crazy. Is this a, is this is this a miracle? Nineteen <laughs> eighties <laughs> miracle? Did they film this like twenty years ago? <laughs> Disney has the fountain of youth. Yeah. Except for when it comes to General yeah. Tarkin, but you know. Yeah, well, they didn't. That character or that actor is dead, so they couldn't. They couldn't really do him. that. They just yeah. had to CGI some other's face. 
Right. Yeah, they had to start from scratch with that face. <laughs> oh, we don't have a face to start up. We'll just make it up. Yeah. <laughs> so we get that. It's behind a Dairy Queen, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, and then we see his mother. Uh, what was her name? Mary? Mariana? Something like that. I don't yeah, remember. Uh, nobody cares. They she don't really have to say it. Mother. Yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> dies super early. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have that. And then we start off with the Guardian. So we always have that flashback. And then montage. A dance scene. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have the scene where they're fighting this big monster from eating the batteries, power source, and then they're like telling Baby Groot to stay away. And he keeps running into problems. He just plug it in the the speaker, but he keeps missing. Uh, Drax gets eaten by the monster. Yeah, he's like, like slashing from the inside. This skin is too tough. I can't. <laughs> I have to go from the inside. I'll go from the inside. Out. So it goes in there. This skin is just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> <the inside>. Yeah. <laughs> Gamora finishes it off, and he comes out there. Oh, I'm victorious! It crushes the uh, record player that. Oh yeah. Kurt's listening to, and he starts <laughs> punching him. <laughs> <laughs> But that whole dancing group scene, I could watch for probably two hours. Just that with that was like awesome. no dialogue. Just the, um, uh, you can see what's going on in the background, but it's just him dancing like he doesn't even know what's happening. So the cinematography was so cool. Yeah, like they just kind of circle around. He's dancing and he, everything's going on in the background. Kamora's like, "Go get out of the way!" And he's like, "Wait, wait!" And she's like, "Hi." It's <laughs> basically like they're treating him like a baby because yeah. he is a baby, and yeah. they're like, "Hi, no, go, go, scooter." <laughs> And he eats that bug, and Rocket comes, and it's like, don't eat bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Spock, if he, Spock ever got something. Oh, it eat. was like right when we got home, I let him out, and he was eating a bug in the backyard, and I was like, don't eat bugs. <laughs> you are baby group. <laughs> Give you the wrong name. Yeah. Um, so it leads into the next scene where Aisha is talking about, you know, like her gratitude for slaying the beast mm-hmm. and everything. Um, if you don't know, Aisha is actually a biblical uh, sense where they created two characters, him and a her, uh, the Enclave did, and she is the her, so they're supposed to be uh, like a masterful race uh, created. What are they called, the Sovereign? Yeah, the Sovereign, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, and she ends up creating this master race. Um, For being a master race, her crooked eye really threw me (laughs) off. (laughs) Uh, but the the that. the research scene where they talked about human research reproduction was <laughs> yeah it's, it's like Quill if you want to show me how Earthlings do it he's like anytime <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you immediately get the Drax and you know Rocket joke yeah you know, Rocket like, steals the thing they're trying to protect the batteries because they're so easy <laughs> to leave. And Drax can't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Newfound humor. Yeah, it definitely was. I, you know, honestly, I feel like Drax it just, or not Drax, but um, Dave Bautista just learned, you know, jokes in his little acting classes, yeah. and so he decided to throw in <laughs> laughter and jokes in his. His laugh is so contagious. It is. It's just the loudest thing in the movie. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah. Uh, then there's that that fight scene. Basically, like, uh, was it what video game? Like Astro? Oh yes, or, where yes. they're like basically at arcade games, but controlling the spit ships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So trying to get away, go through an asteroid field. That's a great way to have a battle, but not have anybody die. You're like blowing up all these ships, but there's nobody in them. Right. Yeah. That was pretty, you know, good. Maybe we can take that technology and yeah. uh, make, like, you know... Like drones or droids or... Yeah, something like that. Uh, and then we have this mystical being that shows up and destroys all the plane or the aircraft. Yeah. Um, and it's a man standing out there in the spaceship. He's like this big. He's a little tiny man. <laughs> 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 well, I couldn't tell. He's far away, but he... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they they crash land. Rockets working on repairing the ship. They have Nebula on the plane because they got her, her as a reward right, for, for doing the, protecting the battery things. Yeah, uh, and then we have Kurt Russell show up and, and announce that he's Peter's father. Yeah, which nobody believes. <laughs> it took a while for them to believe it. Yeah, but then when he started talking about his mother, I think. 
what yeah, happened. Yeah, they and took him to his, well, I guess ego. They took yeah. him to ego. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's very important. <laughs> Couldn't tell by the name. <laughs> he's going to be a problem. Right. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Ego has an ego. Surprise, surprise. Right. Yeah. So we, we find out that Ego is a celestial, which means that Peter is part celestial. Uh, he is a technical god. And uh, we learn that there has been many attempts to create yeah. this person to help Ego in his mission to basically take over the whole universe or the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by spreading his splooge all over (laughs) (laughs) the planet. All over the place. Right. He's a man whore, for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a theory that Mantis is Peter Quill's, like, half-sister, because... I wouldn't doubt it. Did Ego have sex with her mother, and Mm -hmm. that's why she's there. Right, yeah. But she's useful to him, because he, like, puts puts him to sleep, so he doesn't kill her and throw her into that cave, like he does to everybody else that's not useful. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they'll explore that or if that's just going to be like something to think about. It's going to be one of those fan theories yeah. that just kind of hit the internet and they just don't go anywhere. James Gunn loves fan theories. Yeah, he does. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even in the post credit scene, where I'm going to talk about, is a fan themed uh, thing. Oh, nice. Theory. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Nebula. Flies a ship back to Ego. They have their little fight. Sisters quarrel, and it ends with, uh, I just wanted you to be my sister! Yeah. <laughs> Very dramatic moment with a lot of almost killing each other. Um, they try to break Quill out of the trance that he's in after that, but it does. It takes him to break the trance, or Ego to break the yeah. trance versus you know, everyone else when he's like, yeah, so I killed your mother, put that brain tumor there. He's like, you just mugged him. Fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 just, like, blows him away. <laughs> uh, they travel to the core to blow up the core because they said if the core, the heart is dead, right. which is probably, has got to, to be the best scene in the entire movie. <laughs> it starts off with the, the bomb Mm-hmm. And then with don't push that button. I agree. No, no, no. Alright, so does anybody have any tape? Any tape. He flies <laughs> and asks everybody. Did you ask Drax or something? Drax Drax asks if Scotch tape will work. <laughs> yes, Scotch tape will work. <laughs> he doesn't have any Then why would he <laughs> Oh my god. A typical Drax. <laughs> what did you ask Nebula? Well, he was, she was right next to Drax, so I figured... <laughs> so you didn't ask everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably, yeah, the best scene. The fighting there, the... Then Peter f- using his celestial power to fight, Ego... Turning to Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's funny. <sighs> There's a lot there. A lot going on in that scene. Yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Mary Poppins, y'all. Is he cool? Is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> the best part of that was <laughs> when they put that thing on David Batista. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my nipples! <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like call back to the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, when he's, he's like, why are you wearing that suit? It changed my nipples. My nipples are very sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> Keith and I were both laughing for like five minutes. Oh, and that was I missed like part. the whole next like ten <laughs> minutes. Uh, so they get everybody out of there except for Yandu and Peter and Ego. The ship takes off, the bomb explodes, and Yandu has the one jet and the one breathe mask thing. Yeah. So he jets out and throws the uh, the breathe mess thing on <laughs> Peter. Saves Peter. Sacrifices himself. Yeah, so Yandu turns into good guy. The father that Peter really had instead of this ego guy. Yeah. And you find out Yandu actually kidnapped Peter because he knew what ego was going to do with him and he didn't want that to happen. So he's actually kind of a good guy the whole time. Just mm-hmm. yeah, secretly didn't want the rest of the Ravagers to know. Right. And Ego says, 
Yondu never brought you back, and I have no idea why. Yeah. And then we find out later, because you weren't a good guy. Yeah. You're not a good yeah. guy at all. Yeah. You're gonna use him, and you're gonna use him. Yeah. Or kill him. Uh, there's a few Yondu scenes that we kind of left out as well. Yeah. Uh, the start of the movie, he has a scene with the rest of the Ravagers on this uh, AI-driven town, basically where all the Ravagers go. Uh, there's a scene with him and Sylvester Stallone's character, Stakar. Yeah. Uh, Stakar and him, you know, they're basically, they don't human traffic. And so that's why he's, you know, pretty much ousted as a Ravager. Yeah. Um, so you have that hanging over your head. You're thinking, what, because he stole Peter? Is that the problem? But it's really just the problem is because he actually did that one job at least at that point in the movie we're thinking it's only been one job he did that one job mm-hmm. but he actually did several of those jobs uh then he's after the mutiny uh basically with taser face <laughs> yes taser face <laughs> and nebula destroys his fin uh rocket scene right there is Phenomenal. He's, <laughs> he's just laughing. Ah, Taser Face. Did you seriously wake up in the morning and thought that Taser Face <laughs> would be intimidating? You said it in the mirror. <laughs> taser Face. Then we get Rocket and Yondu locked up, and then they're trying to get Groot to bring him the fin, and he just keeps bringing him everything. Brings him that toe. That toe. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> part like a. Was it a toe or a thumb? Or something. It's a big like toe. Yeah, a big toe. toe. It's like, you don't have like a fridge around here with <laughs> toes in it. <laughs> okay, we'll never talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then their escape was pretty cool. Yeah. Taser face surviving the fire. Yeah, and then calling the sovereign or whatever her name was. Yeah, Aisha. So yeah, then uh, a little bit of like a bonding moment for Rocket and Yondu. Basically, mm-hmm. find out they're basically. Very similar. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. So, like, when Yondu sacrificed himself, it seemed like Rocket was taking it much harder than yeah. Peter was. So. Then we get the scene at the end where Yondu's funeral, mm-hmm. where all the Ravagers actually do show up and do that kind of cool fireworks. Yeah, the fireworks. That was neat. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was just so much there. I know. I love it. And there's more afterwards, too. And there's probably stuff we missed in between, but we can talk about the post-credit scenes. Yeah, I, I made a list, so I want to talk a little bit about them. So the first one would be when Kraglin takes the fin and the arrow, because in the movie, um, Rocket puts the arrow back together and gives it to Kraglin. Mm-hmm. And so he attempts to fly this thing by just whistling yeah he gets another fin from somewhere no it's it's Yandu's fin it's the tall oh, fin right. yeah that spare one yeah the big one yeah the big one yeah the, I mean they had the body so he just right. you know, put the fin on uh, it tends to fly hits Drax in the throat <laughs> <laughs> just screaming that was hilarious um, yeah basically uh, what they say is it's supposed to be just like a, a funny short because Sean is James' brother yeah. but there's also you know a just saying that it could he could be part of Volume Three, or he could be part of I'm the, sure he's gonna be in the it, Guardians. It, yeah, because James Gunn's gonna direct it, so he's gonna be around. Right. So that's just an interesting scene. So we're gonna know that he's actually gonna be able to wield this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also wearing, like in other pictures, he had like a ski cap or ball cap of Infinity Wars. Oh, so he might be in, he might oh. be in everybody's Wars. in it. So yeah, they're trying to figure out if Yandu will be in it or not. Like somehow as a flashback or something. Yeah. Just to use the character. Right. Alright. Uh, scene number two. Um, Stakar gets the band back together. I added titles for these. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to make titles. I so. couldn't remember what order they were in, but yeah, I have like... I have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Stakar gets the band back together. Uh, so Stakar, or technically Starhawk is his real name... Charlie 27, which was, what, Victor Loss or Voss or whatever the guy is, the um, big, tall, black guy. Yeah. Uh, Charlie 27, um, uh, or uh, a Gord, and then we have Martinix uh, to Nija, whatever. Those are the, basically, the Mainframe and Kruger is what yeah, I Yeah, oh, yeah, so Mainframe, yeah, Mainframe as well. But Mainframe, mainframe. was just a head, and that was Miley Cyrus. Yep, <laughs> that's what, my, your Miley Cyrus cameo. Yeah. That you posted about on Facebook. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which um did you guys figure it out? Who she was? Yeah, we just said it. 
Yeah, we literally just like, <laughs> made frame. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> it's the little talking head that was like that's that's with, the, with Stallone thing. and yeah. So these are yeah. So Stallone is meeting up with a lot of the other captains, and these captains are actually part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, the original. The original fr- from the comics. Yeah, like, from these the comics. were the original Guardians. Oh, okay. Right, and then there's also another one in there. I forget which one it was, but also had like glowy eyes. Like red yeah. glowy eyes, and it's supposed to be like a nod towards uh, Doctor Strange because it had like this celestial looking uh. like type of thing. Uh, scene number three, you have a, a defeated Aisha, but I have Aisha plays Enclave instead of Aisha plays God because God created Adam, the Enclave created Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Aisha plays Enclave. She creates a better specimen, she creates him, uh, but him. She says she Adam. created Adam. So you have a much better cocoon than what was in the Guardians 1, uh, and she makes the Master Race. So we're definitely going to have Adam Warlock mm-hmm. in Volume 2, or 3. They wanted him in Volume 2, but they just couldn't get him There was not, in no there. room for yeah. him. There was too much going on. Mm-hmm. Right, so now we have him in... I thought they had talked about McConaughey playing in at one point. Which would work, I think. Because he, he is a... He is a perfect <laughs> specimen. <laughs> Tell you what. Uh, number four, this one is just a silly one. Uh, teen Groot. Uh, is the name of, I just have Teen Groot. So teen Ad- teen adolescent Groot is what James Gunn called him. Yeah, well, he seemed like Teen Groot to me. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, um, teenage shitties attitude going yeah. on. Just, you know, it just means that when the Avengers Infinity War comes on, you're going to have an adult... Groot, yeah. And he also announced it's going to be a completely different Groot. It's not the same Groot from the first movie. This is a new baby Groot that grew from Groot, but it's not the same Groot. Yeah. Oh. That's cool. So it's like a different personality. It's a different character, yeah. Different character. Hmm. Uh, And then number five, this one is the fan theory. Uh, One, Stan Lee is a watcher. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There was so many stories about why he's in all the movies. movies. Because he's a watcher. And a watcher is just someone, you know, with a big head. You know, he saw the... Big alien dudes. Those are watchers. So he's telling Avenger stories and other Marvel stories to these people that he was there. It suggests that the fan theory was correct, that he is a watcher. That's why he's never... He's always at these important moments in the Marvel Universe. Interesting. So, yeah, I think my favorite... Like, I got super excited when I saw these at the theater. Uh, But I think that my favorite one out of all of them was the Adam Warlock reveal. Um, and she's like, I'll call him Adam. And I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Everybody around me is like, what is going on? Yeah, someone like down the road was like, who's Adam? I'm like, fucking read a book, dude. <laughs> that was probably me. God <laughs> damn <laughs> That was me at the end of the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went together in the same movie. <laughs> but in the book I read, he was actually part of the Guardians, so I don't yeah. know how if he's going to start out as a villain. And he started off on. as... Yeah. God bless you. Bless you. <laughs> yeah, he did start off as kind of a villain. <laughs> I thought I did too. Uh, he he just coughs every now and then. Yeah. So yeah, he starts off as a villain, becomes good. So we'll see how that goes. What his key role is going to be in the next one. But we'll see about that. And then Volume Three. The only thing that I've really heard about it is it's going to have Adam Warlock. Yeah. So it's going to be in it and. Well, the rest of the Guardians are going to be in it. Right. And, you know, Mantis, too. Yep. But who knows? Uh, James Gunn likes to keep things tight to the vest uh, when it comes to, you know, reveals and everything like that. So I guess it depends on what happens in Infinity Wars, like who survives mm-hmm. out of that. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We'll, we'll find out soon, though. Kevin Feige knows. Yeah, Kevin Feige <laughs> knows. Joss Whedon might know, too, but... He's has not, he been involved in the movie? He's not in Marvel anymore. He's doing the Batman, Batgirl. Batgirl? Oh, he's, yeah. he's moved over to DC because he didn't like how Ultron worked out. <laughs> they made him do certain things he didn't want to do. That's why that movie isn't as good as it should have been. Ah, that explains why it was kind of limited. Yeah. Didn't live up to the first Avengers. Because they made him like basically set up stories for the future. He just wanted to tell this story and they kind of made him throw right. things in there and drag things out that he didn't uh, really want to do. Right. Keith, what did you think about the uh, soundtrack? 
Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Love all those old songs. Just a feel-good. Feel-good tracks, yeah. basically. They fit really well in the scenes, like Dustin was saying. Especially the um, song Brandy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Kurt Russell's, like, just... He uses the lyrics to yeah. describing the story. Yeah. The life, right there. Mm-hmm. Definitely better than Guardians 1. I would definitely put this up there. I, I know, I'm debating. Mm-hmm. Like, I could easily put this up there. <coughs> number one. It's, I, it's definitely my tier one of rankings. It's basically yeah. everything you love from the first one, but more of it. More of it, yeah. Yeah, I could use less Drax laughing and telling jokes. I, but that was all great to me. That yeah. whole, like, dynamic between him and Mantis was, like, a little... Oh, God. ...obnoxious yes. at times. <laughs> I, that was always cracking up, though. Was I like that. It was so funny. You're too ugly. <laughs> Beautiful people don't think about things like that. <laughs> you were ugly. I'm ugly. <laughs> was like, you were not ugly. And then when she touches him and finds out, like, how sad he actually is, and she starts crying... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like using all this humor throughout this movie as a cover up to his real emotions, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> well, but I thought it was fantastic. fantastic. All right, I think it's beer time. I think so. Let's get to the beer. So we got some galaxy and space themed beers this episode. Ooh, yes, fantastic. Awesome. All right, for our in beer this week, we have another from Bird Boy. <laughs> we don't have enough Bird Boy on this show. <laughs> uh, this is the K9 Cosmonaut Russian Imperial Stout. It is inspired by the first Soviet dog in space, Laika. This beer is a bold, roasty Imperial style with hints of dark chocolate figs and coffee. We bourbon barrel aged it for more out-of-this-world flavor. We got a bomber of it, too, don't we? Bomber, yep. Bomber. They had a... Release party about a, probably a month ago or so now. Yeah, we were there. Yep. Of course. Mm-hmm. We saved it for our Guardians of the Galaxy episode to go with the Cosmonaut theme. Space theme. Cosmo is the dog in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, I love Cosmo. <laughs> Cosmo was in both of them. So That's right, he was. And so was Howard the Duck. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, it's a fancy label. Um... Artwork by Rebecca Stocker. I think it's her first label, I think. Yeah, I don't... It was... I think so. Different Not familiar, but I do like the dog. I like the the star, obviously. It says, hey, it's Russian. And, you know, it's just basically, you know, a very simple but very telling label. Uh, It's awesome that it says Russian on there, too. It's fantastic. The Russian dog. Yeah. It's very dark. But I guess it's a stout, so... Yeah. A Russian Imperial, absolutely. <laughs> Blackest night, hold up to the light, can't see anything. Nope. <clears throat> Looks great. A little layer of foam mm-hmm. on top. You smell the coffee, <sighs> the chocolate. I can smell. Yeah. I can smell the darkness. This is Bane's favorite drink. Is born in it. <laughs> it's strong. <sighs> First drink punches you in the mouth. Ten percent. Ten percent. Do that mm-hmm. to you. You taste the fig more than that you smell it. Mm-hmm. Mm. What I like about it is it's a Russian Imperial, but it's not like your typical Russian Imperials. Like it doesn't hit you as hard as those do. It's not as <coughs> bourbon barrel. Bourbon barrel, yeah. yeah. It's bourbon barrel aged, but it's not quite that strong of a flavor. Right. Mm. And that's either good for some people or bad. As yeah, I was flipping through some of these reviews, this guy want. said it's not bourbon barrelly enough. There's not enough bourbon in it. Right. There's it's lacking the burn. I'm like, that's why I like yeah, it no. because it's lacking that burn. If I want bourbon, I'm gonna drink bourbon. I still get the bourbon hints, but I don't. It's not like, like taste buds. Yeah. <laughs> it's also very well balanced. Well, there's a rape beer blog for this. There's also on tap, but there's no beer advocate, so I'm. Pretty worthless when it comes to my <laughs> takes <laughs> on that thing. Yeah. So, I think it's good. <laughs> it is good. Yeah, the fig is on the back end. It's pretty heavy on the back end. The coffee and chocolate yeah. is more up front. Well, rate beer is worthless too. There's no ratings <laughs> or comments or anything like that. So we got yeah. untapped. But what? I only see 37 ratings. It's a 3.57. Mm-hmm. 
I don't get this one guy's comment yesterday. Yeah, I don't and know. And he gave it a two. I'm like, what does that mean? Did you leave it out and then drink it in the morning? <laughs> or maybe he just for- drank it yesterday and forgot to tap it, so he did it today and huh? wrote it down yesterday. This one's also missing the IBUs, but it's 85, if I remember correctly. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. It's not on the bottle or anything, so I can't clarify Another guy said, pretty good Russian Imperial Stout in line at DLD. Don't know what that means. Dark Lord Day. Dark, yeah. Dark Lord Day. They're all trying to compare it to Dark Lord, but you can't compare no, us to Dark Lord no. at 17%. No, you can't do that. <clears throat> it's pure gasoline. <laughs> it burns all over. I was all kinds of wrong after drinking that one. <laughs> I feel like I've been drinking all night. After <laughs> one beer, I'm drunk. I was just partial. <laughs> I wasn't a full bottle. I couldn't imagine. Gosh, 17%. Like chugging a bottle of wine, two bottles of wine. Yeah, I just like that, that chocolatey front. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite parts about this mm-hmm. beer. Yeah, I drank an entire bomber the other day, and drinking it out of a glass is still the same. Um, so, yeah. Big fans. I don't like coffee, so it knocks it down a little bit, but overall, other than that, it's got a really good flavor. And I wonder, like, serving temperature-wise, like, yeah, one guy mentioned in here, he said it got it got better as it got warm, yeah, as he left it I'm out, it tasted better, so maybe it'll release. It out of the fridge, it's yeah. probably too cold. Yeah, but I'm a big fan. I'll stick with my previous rating, but... My initial rating was four, and I'm, I'll stick with that. It's a very well balanced. It's got a lot of good flavors into it. It's just the coffee I'm not a fan of mm. is why it's not higher. Uh, I gave it a four as well. I actually do like coffee. Like it's the problem with this one. Like if I'm going to compare it to a Russian Imperial, I'm going to probably compare it the best to Old Rasputin. Um, this one just has. A wee bit more of a bitter at the end, mm-hmm. like a bitter taste, and I like my stouts to be a, lot, a little bit smoother. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's bourbon barreled, um, but it's you know it's not like super bourbon barreled, so it's kind of like a mix. And so I think four is eh, all right. Uh, I give it a four and a quarter because I like coffee. I like the uh, chocolate fig. The I'm really okay with the subtle. Um, bourbon barrel aged flavor. Yeah, I do like that. It's and, not too uh, overwhelming. It's really smooth and easy to it drink. It is. So, that's that's what I gave it. I gave it a four. Damn it, <laughs> Messed up another one. <laughs> uh, same reasons. Chocolate, coffee, great. Um, not overly bourbon barreled. That's fine with me. Um, when I drank it, it went down really smooth. Mm-hmm. But... Ten percent, man. I just wish these were a little bit less. So I could drink more of yeah, them. Yeah, I know it's hard to feel drink. like Especially the more I drink, trying to drink a whole bomber. That's, yeah, that's a that's lot. A lot. <laughs> but really good. I really wonder if we had statistics on these, where like how many times the uh, hand holding club was ruined <laughs> by <laughs> pale, specifically. I feel like pale is like seventy five percent, and then sap is the other twenty five percent. Probably. I think I've ruined it once. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those times, like, I wish I could just change it, but I can't. So, yeah, overall solid beer. Um, really good theme. I like it. Um, this has nothing to do with beer. Uh, but untapped, I think it would be cool if we could see how they ranked other style. Like, if you look at mm-hmm. people's scores... Like, how do they like other stouts compared to this stout? Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be interesting. All right. It sounds like well, we got to finish up our last few drops, but moving on to the out beer. It's out of this world. Ooh. <laughs> All right, we have our out beer. This is from Revolution called Galaxy Hero. It's brewed for the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. This IPA shoots a ray gun blast of galaxy hops into your mouth and leaves a crisp, dry finish. (laughs) I don't know why, that just made me laugh. This IPA has big hop flavors and aromas of tropical fruit and citrus. 
It's ABV, 7%, and 70 IBUs. A little bit about revolution here. In the summer of 95, Josh Death landed a job at Golden Prairie Brewing. At this now-defunct brewery, Josh was just a novice, where he started learning the beer business by dutifully cleaning kegs and scrubbing tanks. Mm. A few years later, Josh dreamt up the idea for Revolution while working at Goose Island as a cellarman and brew pub brewer. After the first few tries at opening a brewery didn't work out, Josh opened Handlebar in 2003 with his wife Krista and a few friends. Always taking on more, he also held the role of executive director of Logan Square Chamber of Commerce, working to promote local businesses and simultaneously manage the Logan Square Farmer's Market. In 2008, while working at the chamber, he found a cool old building on Milwaukee Avenue with a nice tin ceiling. The brewery idea bubbled up again. After a few years of raising funds, planning construction, and dealing with zoning department, Revolution Brewing opened up in February 2010. We added our first second floor brewer's lounge in July 2011. Our production brewery and taproom opened in spring 2012. Since then, our brewing capacity has been continuously growing. Revolution currently distributes in Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Massachusetts, New York City, and Wisconsin. In 2016, Revolution Brewery cracked into the Brewers Association list of top 50 craft brewing companies in the United States. So this guy kept going and going and going. (laughs) Did everything in the world. The true American dream for the brewery. Don't give up. Let's take a look. The can. The can. The can's awesome. It is one Freaking of my awesome. favorite cans. It reminds me of Galaxy or Galaxy of the Guardians. Galaxy. I was reading Galaxy. <laughs> With a little hop man that they got going on there. Reminds me a little bit of Groot. Yeah. Just he's like the, the a man spikes in up a top. Space, little hop dude. Space suit. Yeah. Maybe like a Star Lord body. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of looks like Groot head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Has a Star of David now on his chest. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a sheriff's badge. I, you say sheriff's badge, I say Star of David. We have a Jewish he's a, hop. He's a Jew hero. <laughs> it's the uh, Revolution Brewing logo. Oh. Gotcha. Did I mention anything about this guy's past? No? Didn't give his last name. It's a very festive color. So it's can. Josh Death. Oh, death. That's right. Josh Death. Um, it's bright. I, the colors are amazing. The green, the yeah, blue, and the green, red. Green, blue. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I wouldn't say festive, but it, it's it's very festive. <laughs> <laughs> even yeah. the little pull tab, because these are cans, even the tab on top is like that oh, bright it is green, green color. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a fun can. It's a very nerdy can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's for the Chicago Comic Expo, so yeah. nerdy is their game. Right. And I like on the bottom, it tells you when this can was filled. So it has born on date. But at least it tells you when it was filled, not so much when it was brewed. Okay, so this was... This is from this year, so you guys don't have to worry about it being like a year old, like the beers I usually bring. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. Uh, I like the color. It's supposed to be pale ale, uh, but it's very clear. It is. Uh, Yeah, it's it's very clear. It kind of reminds me of like a Pilsner... Or yeah. a lager color, um, very light, but it's also very, you know, see-through compared mm-hmm. to yes. a couple of IPAs that I remember seeing. It's like mm-hmm. a clear golden color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like a golden ale or something. Um, After the swirls, you definitely get the hop yeah, smell. Yeah, you can smell oh, the so hot bitterness. Oh, without the swirls. Like, yeah. yeah, but even more, once you swirl, oh, yeah. it's It's almost like wow, that swirl. hop, that creamy, like, ale smell, yeah. creamy, I think. Yeah, hop smell. I like the smell. It's very inviting. See what it tastes like, though. Oh, that is hoppy. That first hit is like yeah. the little hops we try to burp exactly. with. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that taste is still in my mouth. You kind of just stop, though. The flavor is just not there, other than mm-hmm. the hops. It's know. just a that quick hop, hop hit and the hop punch. Yeah, I'm not getting any like, like malt flavors at all. Just kind of punches you there and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Then it kind of. Seems more watered down after you. Yeah. That yeah. Initial punch goes away. However, BA kind of disagrees with me on that. They say mm. it's 92. Outstanding. Really? And this has a 4.15 average. So, that's interesting. He likes the logo. Yeah. Must be. Hale, <laughs> did you write this? <laughs> <laughs> 
They said, okay, so a comment right here says that it has, the Romas are full of tropical fruits. Um, yeah. Taste is pretty balanced, with, like grassy. And some of the tropical fruits that it said, but not too fruity. Maybe that's what I'm missing underneath the, the grassy hops. It's, you know, just kind of meh. There. Um, I suppose, you know, a couple more sips, I can start tasting some of it. More mm -hmm. the the mental note of me seeing that it's going to be tropical. I'm going to call start calling that the pale effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I smelled more the tropical notes after you read that. I was because I was looking for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, overall it seems okay with the the tropical taste, but still can still just kind of drops off. Yeah, I think yeah. It, the initial flavor is so much that it kind of whacks at the back end. It so masks <clears throat> everything else. Mm -hmm. So the flavor's there, but it just kind of drops off. Mm -hmm. The bottle's really cool, too, actually. Ooh. And it's completely different than the can. Very different. Yeah. It's prettier. Yeah. It's like somebody... It's like the same guy, but he's like looks like he's being abducted by a UFO or something. Ooh. Yeah. The saga continues. <laughs> uh, rate beer. It's got a 97 overall and a 97 style. So it's um, quality work for them. Untapped. 25,000 ratings, 3.92. Mm -hmm. It's above average for untapped, I believe. It's not bad. I mean, it looks pretty crisp. You still get the, the hopsy flavor, but it's pretty crisp. It's crisp. It's creamy. Kind of, yeah, citrusy. Falls off pretty quickly though. Mm. No, I think it tastes pretty good though, overall. Yeah. For no, being seventy about it. <clears throat> for seventy IBU. Mm -hmm. Really, I think that first sip is it's just like the seventy, 70 IBU. Front, and then, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really stick with you as much, so it's not as bad as some of these that you get that leftover bitterness aftertaste. Yeah, there's no afterwards, but. It really, honestly, could be the allergies that I'm suffering, but I just can't yeah, really taste the tropical stuff. I'm not I don't even, taste it either. I'm not going to try to pretend. I can kind of smell kind of a tropical note, but I don't taste it at all. Hmm. If it's there, like we said, it's masked mm -hmm. by the, the hoppiness. Yeah. Do we see what kind of hops are in this? Uh, did it say? I'm not sure. Uh, Z Galaxy and Zythos hops. So, two hops I've never heard of. I've heard of Galaxy. I have not heard of the other one. Zythos. Zythos. I can't, I can't tell you what the... Sounds like a bad guy in a movie. <laughs> Zythos! <laughs> Zythos! Or a video game. Yeah, I'm not really finding anything on here about the hops, so... Yeah, it was on Raybeard. It said Galaxy and Zythos. Into your mouth and leaves a crisp, dry finish. Which, I yeah, that's true. Yeah. But there's just not a lot of flavor to that crisp, dry finish. Mm-mm. Rating this one is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of sweetness it. on the back end that I There's a bit, yeah. But it's not like that huge hot flavor that you get initially. I don't know about Pale. He likes IPAs more than you. Oh, wow. Do you want me to start? Sorry. <laughs> oh, wow. Previewed all our scores minus saps. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done it. I did it just now. All right, I gave this a three out of, out of five. Hopefully I don't ruin the handling club. But I think we're pretty uh, mixed on this. <laughs> I don't think we're going to hold hands at all. <laughs> Not at all. I just thought there was like a lack of body in this. And like there was like no malts in it. The hops don't hold up through the, the end. And it was a, the, you know, the front of it was decent. And I like IPAs. I just don't think this was like close to the like top. Ten that I've ever had, so I get I go with three. Okay. I went at three point seven five. I think it's like really drinkable and like the clearness actually leaves you with the feeling that it's not going to be as heavy as you're you're kind of wanting it to be. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think it's got that nice crisp finish. It does the flavor doesn't stick with you, but that's. Also kind of a good thing, because I don't like being bogged down with bitterness after taste, too. So, mm -hmm. I don't think it's bad at all. I also went 3.75. <laughs> I 
I have to agree with Saf. I know you like your IPAs, and this doesn't stand up to yeah. your standard IPA, which is why I like it, <laughs> because it's not as bitter. Yeah. Um, besides that, as we said, initial first punch, yeah. um, I could easily drink a couple of these, mm-hmm. and the aftertaste isn't bad, um, and that hoppiness won't stay with me. So. Carrying this can around the par- at a party or something? Oh, absolutely. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a three and a half, and it's kind of a contradiction, because... Uh, I would probably buy a six pack of this and drink it all in one sitting versus you know you know other IPAs. Uh, it's smooth, uh, great hop taste up front. It doesn't leave you with that terrible hop aftertaste. But if you're gonna advertise having you know tropical fruits in it, yeah. I gotta be able to taste tropical fruits. But it's it's crisp. It's light enough. Uh, I'm working on on a deck or I'm working on something. Six pack of this will go by quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super drinkable. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great on a hot summer day, you know, doing yard work or building. Kind of like now. <laughs> now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. All right, well, now that that's out of the way, in beer, out beer, pale. <laughs> Indiana beer? I mean, out of Indiana beer. <laughs> right. Good job. And now it's time for the... Dr. Strange Brew! <laughs> This isn't your typical strange brew, because I kind of let the cat out of the bag of what it is. It's not strange at all, but we've had shorts brewing before, and it was not good, so I bought another shorts brewing to see how that stacks up. It so it's like, strange the fact that we're trying another yeah. beer from them. <laughs> so we're going to figure out, is it just the beer, or is or it like the brewery, brewery itself? Just Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right, well, I'm up for the challenge. Here's to you, Buckski. Fuck executioner. All right, this is called a strange redemption. We'll see if Shorts can redeem itself for that shitty Buck executioner. <laughs> <laughs> My <laughs> hopes are very low right now. I know. That's why I only got one bottle of this to share. Uh, this is called the Shorts Brew Space Rock, and it Ooh. it's a cool looking bottle. Here, take a look at that while I read this. Space Rock is a light-bodied American pale ale with prominent floral and orange peel-like hop aromas. Only the slightest grainy malt qualities and are, are detectable as assertive bitter flavors of citrus, rind, and dandelion leaves take hold. The finish lingers with a waning bitterness that's not overly dry. All Space Rock packaged on or after August 1st, 2015, is proven to be gluten removed. Space Rock sold on tap may contain trace amounts of gluten if you guys were curious. Five point. Maybe I should have read that before I read it. Yeah. Five <laughs> percent ABV, 72 IBUs. Yep. The label is fucking killing it's, me. It's just like that. that it's just shitty. It's just so random. He's like on a truck or something. I don't He's on a car know. and driving in space. The license plate is two of them. It says B C U Z aliens. It says because aliens, aliens exist. exist. <laughs> Jesus. And it's got to do with like a crazy handlebar mu- mustache with a like a winter cap on. Where where's the unicorn and the lightning bolt? <laughs> It's a snowmobile. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a space mobile. Like it's a, a like snowmobile <laughs> in space. It's like a jet ski or something. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and he doesn't have shoes on, if you notice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you don't need shoes in space. It's or like a Mario Luigi-looking... God. Sorry, short, but <laughs> shit on this beer. What happens when marijuana and beer brewing, I guess, combine? <laughs> crazy we wiped out huh? to review it. I don't know. So the bottle is not as fe- it's as festive as it's, yeah, it's the executioner. <laughs> <laughs> so not mad about that one bit. Although let me let me flex while. Keith is taking a picture in my general direction. <laughs> you should have the mask on in the background. Oh, yeah, I should. <laughs> I just didn't did. make it. Don't didn't make I it. went low. <laughs> you go low, we go high. Let me try this. 
<laughs> I'm sticking my tongue out at you. I'm sticking my tongue out at you. This child's mask that doesn't fit your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice and blurry. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, the well, color is a little cloudier than the um, the galaxy one. Pretty cloudy, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's not quite as clear. It's as a golden color still, but it's still gold, right? Uh, mm-hmm. A little bit of head on top of there, just carbonation bubbles. Not really mm-hmm. anything. The scent is pure skunk. <laughs> yeah, it's, it kind of <laughs> smells like smoke. <laughs> Am I drinking a Heineken? Yes. This is like one of them British beers. Yeah. The German beers. The German no, don't insult. Beers. Do not insult the British. I'm sorry. Not the, <laughs> it does taste. It kind of yeah. It really does smell like the uh, whatever the Hofbrauhaus. Yeah. Hofbrauhaus. Yeah, that one. That's the one. You know. Uh, but it, ha- it does have that skunk beer taste to it, or smell to it. No taste yet. Does it say when it was brewed? Because I just grabbed it, because I liked it. <sighs> Did it have the gluten removed? It says <laughs> it on the bottle, it so does. it's post 2015. It's newer than some of our beers. I don't see a date anyway. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, on a dark bottle. 17, 1, 13, 17. It doesn't right, say well, if that's brewed on sure. or best used by. Best used by. Don't know. <laughs> Expiration date. And it's in a brown bottle, so it's not like a clear bottle that gets skunked faster. Yeah. I think they just brew it skunked. Probably. <laughs> well, I'm hoping it's not your water down there, too. Maybe not well, a little bit, too. It. You would have noticed it in the other beards. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. I don't see you guys redeeming yourself. No, this... <laughs> short. You suck. This is fucked up. <laughs> All you, all you got is goofy labels. <laughs> I'm pouring this out. <laughs> I don't want it. Uh, there is a hint of a good flavor in there, but it's yep. covered up with something else. It is. There's like a chalky taste to it. Like, so, uh, it's weird. Yeah, I don't taste anything other than like water and hops. <laughs> yeah. This mm-hmm. is exactly but how it tasted when I was eating that hop. Yeah. <laughs> like the, I think like initially when it hits your tongue, it kind of tastes good, but then once it soaks in for a second, it's like, God damn, am I just eating a hot bush? Hot bush. <laughs> uh, and it's only, what, 72 IBUs? Hmm. They don't understand the importance of the water temperature. <laughs> they don't understand the importance of flavor. <laughs> Our friend, Mr. Gone V6, gave it a four and a half. Mmm. He hasn't had good beer before. Nah. He has all the beers. He has beer tastings like every weekend. Where's Shorts out of? Michigan? Michigan, I'm thinking. Michigan? Because isn't the one your sister my, got Yeah, it? my sister got it from Michigan. It's. should say on here, I think. Grant. Oh, Elk Rapids, Michigan. Here's it's Bel Air, Michigan, but I don't know about you shorts. I'm not gonna schloop my shorts to this one. <laughs> no redemption this time. Best APA I've had in a long time. According nope. to Jake. They say what style? Bottle, I would imagine. Uh, it doesn't say. But he's level 25, landed 3. <sighs> so he's not new at drinking beer. Space Rock on Beer Advocate is an 85 good with a 3.78 average. So it has evergreen and citra aroma. Uh, it says the flavor is hops, hops, and more hops. Yes, definitely hops all over this place. So you got pine tree and hops, basically. Yeah. Overall on rate beer, 80 with a style of 82, so... People do enjoy it somewhere. Untapped, 23,000 ratings, 3.58. Still, three and a half is pretty good. Yeah. Way better than I would say. But maybe the other beers we had tonight were just so much better. So high above this. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I rated it, but it doesn't matter. Pick it up, dumping this shit out. Yeah. Based on 
Yeah. The flavor of this one, Shorts, you have not redeemed yourself. I don't know if you're getting a second chance of redeeming yourself. <laughs> well, I can sneak something in. I did have something from them. You do? When I went to the Green Frog, they have a cup of Joe morning coffee, coffee stout. stout. Good. I gave oh. that one a four. Oh. So, maybe they can. so there is that, hope. If we get that in here, we should try it. But for now, sorry. You're still, no. you're still on our shit list. With these weird flavors. Space cock is terrible. <laughs> you yeah. and Rohard can just gallop in the You know what? Shit. You know what? Like, I think that Rohard gets a pass for right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we can just wait on Ro but Shorts, fuck you. <laughs> shorts is now number zero on our <laughs> And it's been like almost a year since we've had Rohard. First episode. If we yeah. it, once our anniversary comes around, I'm going to see if I can find another Rohard of a different variety. See if it re- if, can, if they can redeem themselves. Yeah. We should just do a whole redemption episode. <laughs> just everything, our lowest level stuff, yeah. and try something. Yep, this is getting poured out by me. Yep, I think we're in agreement I'm gonna, there. I'll, I'll pour it out. Alright. Sorry, Short. You're in the trash. I'm yeah. glad I only bought one bottle of you. Like, my uh, my garbage disposal over the sink is not worth it. I'm throwing it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> pour it into the dirt. Yeah, just pour it outside. Even the grass is dying around you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think that concludes our lovely Guardians of the Galaxy episode. Yes, sir. Uh, next week, we're going to probably dive right into some Aliens discussion. Let's do that. Um, and maybe sprinkle it with a little. Did you see the teaser? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a little sneak. Oh, we'll see. Sneak peek. <laughs> Check us out next week. <laughs> Keith, leave us out, please. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and updates on DrinkInGeekOut.us. You can subscribe by clicking the links on our website or by searching Drink In Geek Out on iTunes or Google Play Store. To suggest a beer for us to review, you can email us at drinkingeekout at gmail.com or tweet us using the hashtag drinkingeekout. And if you like the show, please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Thanks for listening, and until next time, drink up and geek out.